Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to P.S. I Hate This Movie, a podcast where we take a realistic look into the unrealistic world of romantic comedies. I'm your host, Sarah Hunt. And I'm James Petrogallo. Thank you so much for being with us on this horrible journey we're on here. (laughs) Well, we hope that you enjoyed He's Just Not That Into You last week. I know that we were, I said we were just not that into it. Um, But this week... We have a much better movie, James. We're, we're back with two of the... See, we have to cover the classics, basically. Well, yeah, obviously. So there's some people that are like royalties of the genre. You have yeah. your Sandra Bullocks, like we're going to cover tonight, and people like that, your Hugh Grants, your Julia Roberts, your, your Heigl, as we know, of course. My Heigl. Tonight, we have two of these icons speaking, of the genre. Yeah, speaking of Heigl, are you so happy that her show, Doubt, got canceled after two episodes? I literally had no idea it was on the air. So, <laughs> well, it's that's, canceled. So, yay! Yay! Goodbye, Heigl. All right, goodbye, Heigl. <laughs> goodbye, Heigl. <laughs> okay, so this week we did two weeks' notice. Oh yes. Um, it's the 2002 film starring Sandra Bullock and Hugh Grant. All right, so our little IMDb recap. Hey, all right, let's see what did, what did, what was it said? What's the plot of this movie, as they say? Because I couldn't find one, so I'd like to really know what it is. I know what it is. All right, so a lawyer, Sandra Bullock, decides that she is used too much like a nanny by her boss, Hugh Grant, so she walks out on him. All right. That's sort of not what the movie. No, well, it's that not. That happens in the movie, but that's not really the plot of the movie. No, that doesn't happen. She doesn't just walk out on him. That was a long, arduous That process. was a long, you're right. This movie she would actually have been never, 25 yeah. minutes long. If the... <laughs> yeah, that's true, if that was the plot. That's true. Yeah, eventually she, eventually she leaves. She eventually... Not really, though. No, well... She left. She didn't I, I, leave abruptly. She at the didn't... end, she's gone. At the end, she's well, actually gone. at the very gone. end, she's not gone. Well, she's back with him, but she's not at the company. At All right, the we're end, getting ahead like, of yeah, ourselves. We're way ahead to the end. All right, so right. Wow. we start out... Um, you know how there's the rules of either you have the awful like narration over the mm-hmm. credits yeah. or a photo montage. Yes. We got the, our photo montage. With 50s or 60s music playing over yeah. them, which of course we got that too. Yeah, so we got the, the music playing over. We got a horrible photo montage. And I mean horrible as in horribly photoshopped, okay? Yeah. It's so fucking insulting. We get it. You can show us like three pictures and then I can pick up that they're different. You don't have to keep showing me like Sandra Bullock with like flowers photoshopped yeah, it, on her head. It's really too much. She's playing with a water gun and they photoshopped a flower going out of it. And then, you know, they photoshopped uh, Sandra Bullock uh, saying impeach Nixon. 
Yeah, yeah. And then they show a picture of a photoshopped, terribly photoshopped Hugh Grant child with Richard Nixon. Well, that's that's the point of these photos, we should say, is to show that how, like, she's a complete hippie and, like, a super They're liberal. They're completely different, and yeah. And Hugh Grant is, like, you know, he, he's... He's a real estate tycoon. Yeah, he's a real estate tycoon. He's, you know, like like Lee Iacocca in, like, a little British man's body. Yeah. It's a weird thing. yeah. We begin the movie with Sandra Bullock is like this major like social activist and hippie. She's wearing. We're introduced to her hanging, literally yeah. hanging off a wrecking ball, she's screaming at construction workers. She's straddling a wrecking workers. ball. Yeah, yeah. Literally, hanging off of it. She's yeah. on it. She's not. Her, she's not touching the ground whatsoever. No, and that scene actually kind of really offended me because it's like, okay, we're in Brooklyn, right? Mm. The construction worker guy actually says to her. Forget about it. Oh yeah, go yeah, fuck yourself. Yeah, I was so, so fucking. So I was so right offended. I'm like, even... hey, this crazy lady. What's going on? Hey, what are you doing? Let's go get a meatball sandwich. What do you say, Johnny? <laughs> right. It's like, what's go? What is this movie already? Forget about it. Yeah. I was like, what is going on? Did you actually just say forget about it? Uh, I was so offended on so many levels. And they make her like so stereotypical. She's wearing Birkenstock. Yeah. She has. You can see a yoga mat in her backpack. Well, like she's got. Yeah. Both they sides, end up laying on. That they're laying on. But I mean, she's got a. She's got Birkenstocks and a yoga mat, and she's hanging off a wrecking ball. It's like. We don't even have five minutes to introduce this character. We're just going to visually show you everything she is yeah. in the first five seconds you see her because we don't have the patience. It was so bad. It was so bad because usually you think like, okay, let's ease into the character. Nope. No, here no. it is, right in your motherfucking Bullock nope. face. Yeah, right in your face. Uh, Sandra Bullock is there with her two friends and they are all laying on their yoga mats out in front because they're the construction people are trying to knock down, knock down some building it's or an theater, old theater or whatever. Yes. Yeah. yeah so they're bitching about that the two social activist friends are now engaged randomly they just like the guy looked over at her and was like yeah. hey will you marry me and none of this has anything to do with the movie or plot well, either i that's think the it's just thing. to show that sandra bullock is so alone and yeah. she's like wrapping up i think that's another thing is like listen I, you know, this is our social activist. She's forever alone. Yeah. You know, whatever. I they were trying to show a thing, like, too, like, you know, other people are kind of growing up a little bit. And she's yeah. kind of like, you know, she's got that kind of vibe. Still, like, yeah. she's still, like, kind of in a, in a college kind of mindset. Where, like, yeah. these two are getting married and she's kind of looks sad about it. In yeah, because then way. her parents, bail, uh, ro- her parents, Robert Klein and... That yeah. mean-looking lady. Mean I don't remember what her lady. name was. And, and again, wasted Robert Klein for the second time, and now, you know, what is this, he the was ninth great. episode? He was yeah, great. Yeah, but they wasted him again. They, they didn't did make him funny. He's always just like, eh. Well, they bail, him, they bail Sandra Bullock out of jail, and you can tell that she gets her hippy-dippy, you know, outlooks and whatever um, from them. You yeah, know, they're yeah. like, uh, and establishment and... She's exhausting, man. It's, she's just she's a, really exhausting. a giant cause. She's just so exhausting. Um, so they bail him, they bail Sandra Bullock out of jail, right? Yeah. And then now we cut to Sandra Bullock being forever alone again. Ordering and she's ordering Chinese food meals. How much Chinese food did she, she order? She orders like 15 meals. Granted, she weighs 115 pounds. She's ordering. Okay. Here's my problem with the Chinese food. $300 worth of Chinese food. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So number one, I mean, she, that's a lot of money in Chinese food. She's going to waste that. Number two... Why do they always depict people who are sad eating Chinese food? You can eat Chinese food literally whatever mood that you're in. I think because it's easy and you just order it and someone brings it to you. That's not the thing that got me. The thing that got me is when she gets on the phone with the Chinese food place, she says, hello, Mr. Wong. And then she says her first and last name. 
The Chinese food guy does not give a shit what your first address. They want address, maybe phone number. That's yeah. it. They don't care. I what didn't your even notice name. that. First and last name. And like, she, all she needs to say is, yes, this is the crazy lady who orders 15 meals. And they go, okay, we know where to bring that. That's <laughs> yeah, it. And she, they don't care who she is. And also, they don't care if she's eating it for one or for two. Yeah, they don't care. Is this for one? What are they going to... Okay, how many forks Because she says, like, send? yeah, this is for one. No, just, they just lo- load yeah. that bad boy up with all the food, duck They'll sauce, soy sauce. put, like, eight plastic sauce. forks in the thing and send it off. That's yeah. It. Yeah, that's what they do, because they just assume that yeah. either you're going to use that plastic fork later or you're going to use it now. It doesn't, doesn't matter. matter yeah. yeah. So, I, I didn't even notice the name thing, if I'm being yeah. honest. Because oh, yeah. I was she too did. distracted by... Name. I thought this was ridiculous. You can eat Chinese food at happy times, too. I think she just eats Chinese food. Oh, she eats Chinese food. So now we meet Hugh Grant, and he's doing some weird um, interview. Yeah, I don't know why we've embraced him as a nation for some reason in the, in the late 90s and early 2000s. But yeah. he really was taken in at hardcore. People, man. They loved he, him. Oh, guy's a huge movie star. Why you're yeah. looking, you go, How did this happen? Yeah, I don't know. That was really his heyday, though. Oh, boy, this was his heyday, big time. Can He's... you imagine if there was a movie of Hugh Grant, Mulroons, and Rupert Everett? Oh, all three of them together? Yeah, you just go, thank God one, thank God that one has a British accent. <laughs> and and blue eyes. No, 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 Rupert Everett has a British accent. Oh, he accent. does, too. Oh, th- thank God one that? of them has blue eyes. Good Christ, who knows? <laughs> who cares? Um, but he was interviewed by this lady, and they're talking about you know, pe- whatever, like doctors or whatever. Yeah. And he starts talking about pediatrics and he's so very clear. This just bothered me and then we're going to move on. Yeah. He so very clearly thinks that pediatrics has to do with feet. Yeah, I guess he was making a podiatrist pediatric. Yeah, but he, he, wasn't, such... he wasn't trying to be like cute. I don't know what that, the hell that was about. I just thought that was just, I don't even know, like a bad attempt at a joke. I, I don't think he was trying to joke because you can so tell when he's like joking. I think that they were trying to like, hey, he's a blowhard. He doesn't really know what he's talking about because he's just the face of this real estate company. Yeah. His angry British brother. Yeah, his brother's like the real kind of the brains behind the whole thing. It's like, you're the face. You go out there and you talk because he's charming and constantly quipping. Yeah, you constantly grant, has to be quipping. Oh, as the quips do not stop in this movie. With oh, this my guy. God, it's no. It's constant. Now we think, well, so we meet Hugh Grant, and then we actually are introduced to his brother. That, you know, the brother runs the thing, and, you know, yeah. you have to come here now. You his know, brother's type of always, thing. like, in his underwear or a towel or in the shower or yeah. doing some weird always activity. Always indecent. Yeah. Always indecent. Yeah. And I had a big problem with why Hugh Grant was in a full tux in the bathroom. Because he came from an event to go see his brother, and his brother made him come in and get in the shower. Because he was that's just, weird. He was just working out. Yeah, it's very weird. I think if that's you, the point. Okay, let's just say one of your brothers asked you. These hey, two were clearly having a weird thing going on. I don't know. This isn't really. But would you sit in the bathroom, or would you like, get the fuck out of here? If you take your shower, you weirdo, and I'll talk to you later. <laughs> so it's normal. Now we make it to this. Uh, oh, so during this conversation, we're going to get to where we start to learn what the one of the major plot points is, I think. There is no, no I, def- I, I implore you to tell me a plot point in this I'm fucking going movie. To. There is no plot in this movie. So the brother. No. What's his name? <laughs> Howard? I have no idea. Whatever. What's his name? The Older bald English one. guy. Yeah. yeah. He says to Hugh Grant, like, hey, I keep having to fire these terrible lawyers. They're awful. All these, you know, lead counsels that you have. 
You just keep banging them. They're terrible. They have online lawyer degrees. Yeah. So the older brother wants to hire a serious lawyer. Okay. Yeah. He wants someone from Yale or Harvard or whatever. And Hugh Grant says, "Well, they usually don't find me charming, or whatever. He's just more concerned with oh, the lawyer. If they're smart, they'd think that I'm. He's gonna dumb. have a hard time, a harder、yeah. time getting with them. Yeah. Right now we've got what's her butt,、um, Sandra Bullock. Tries she, to. She assaults him. Yeah. yeah, she assaults Hugh Grant on the street. Yeah, with her、she's, proposal for, yeah, to save she, her community center in Coney Island. Yeah, she's like, "Don't tear down my community center. It's so great for the following reasons." She's like, "Hey, you know, listen here. This is the value of the community center. Please don't tear it down." Type thing, you know. She's trying to talk him into it on the street. It's so funny that she just catches him coming out of the building too. Like, yeah, he's,、uh, you know. And then she has the balls to just like. Hey, what's、Excuse、going、me? on, buddy? Yeah, Excuse whatever. Excuse me. She just comes right up and she acts like she's crazy too. This is the, she's a she's pretty eloquent in other times in the movie. This is the least eloquent that she ever is, and this is when she kind of needs to be eloquent. No, I think at the end, she's pretty not eloquent. She turns into a bumbling weirdo. Anyway,、yeah. so she he's like trying to interview some girl on the street, and then you know he kicks her away. You know, are you a serious lawyer or whatever? Okay, bye. Yeah. And、um, so then, he, oh yeah, he puts two and two together. He's like, "Oh, you're Sandra Bullock, the lawyer who's always laying down in front of all of our wrecking balls." Yeah, yeah.、Right? She's known as a big pain in the ass, apparently. Yeah. This coal corporation. Yeah. So then he demands that she gets in the back of the limo. Which, by the way, I don't understand why she did that at all. Anyway,、well, she's trying to talk him into the community center, and she had. She, he's saying, "Yes, I'll give you my my ear." So why wouldn't she get in? I guess、Why? I wouldn't. I'd be so uncomfortable. Yeah, well, then you don't want to save the community center as much as she does. Yeah, I guess she's more dedicated. Yeah, I would yeah. have been like, all right, I'll catch you later. I, th- I, I thought that of that as a win. Like, oh, good, I'm going to get to actually. He's going to hear me out about this community center. I、yeah. thought that was a win. Like he's busy, he's got to go. But if you want to take a ride with me, you're more than welcome. I thought he was doing her solid at that point. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I have no idea. So I love that Sandra Bullock automatically assumes that because he's going to be listening to her and doing. Her a, fa- a favor, yeah. That she's like, I'm yeah, I'm not gonna have sex with you. It's like nothing about what we've been talking about has been remotely sexy. Insinuated no. that, like, no, I thought that was weird too. Super weird. I, I was like, listen, way to be、that. presumptuous, lady. I, I think it's odd that he says, "My life is very much like Monopoly." Is the quote of him? Yeah, that's his quote. Yeah, because he he owns, so he gives her his address, and yeah, she's like, "Oh, this is、line. just the address of your hotel," and he's like, "Well, yeah." So you、um, live in a hotel? Yeah, and he's like, I own the hotel, so I live in the hotel. My my life is very much like Monopoly, and I was like, okay. That, I didn't know, that made no sense to me. You yeah, I didn't. Your hotel in Monopoly? It's not the Sims. I don't know what the、no. hell he's talking about there. I think he misunderstood the general principles of Monopoly. Honestly, yeah, he but, might. Yeah, he might not know what the rules are. <laughs> I don't think、monopoly. he's played it very much. Really honest. Unless honestly. he is talking about that you, you just put a whole bunch of houses and hotels on Baltic. Maybe and, and then, then live on them. everybody always lands on it. Son of a bitch! I have well, to pay you so much money. <laughs> I like how he she offers he offers her a job at this. Yeah,、point. he offers her、yeah. to be、uh, lead counsel. Yeah, because that's you know she'll. I don't know why he offers her the job because she seems she, smart. She said she went to Harvard. Yeah, because、like, oh, yeah, my brother said. Yeah, he's like Howard will be happy. Yeah, Harvard, but he offers her a job to be lead counsel. 
$250,000 a year, which, of course, everyone's going to take that job. Yeah, before she said, I don't really care about money. She's yeah. not interested in money somehow. Hey, that Chinese food's not going to pay for itself. <laughs> she probably has a bunch of debt. You're, oh, yeah, you, yeah, at least credit card debt just <laughs> owes Mr. Wong an untold fortune. It's ridiculous. Well, yeah, because she's living with her parents. At first, she's not. Then she goes no, back she... to live with her parents after oh, she Oh, that's gets right. Job. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So she gets $250,000 a year. She gets these insane benefits, apparently. And also, he puts her up in this, like, sick apartment. Yeah, but before she takes it, before she takes the the deal, yeah. she has to go ask her parents' permission first for some reason. Yeah, she's I like, think she was just talking to them. No, no, she was asking, because they're like, I don't think so. And he's like, come on, Mom, you have to, she was saying, you know, she's like, Oh, yeah, because he's like, we could use the bail she's money. She's like 37 years old. Just take the job and then tell your parents you took the job. How old yeah. Get it together. Well, okay, so Sandra Bullock obviously... Get it together, Bullock. You know what I mean? Right. But Sandra Bullock obviously heavily relies on what her parents' opinion is, you know, because she does say that her mom's voice is the voice in her head. Yeah, she's a codependent weirdo. I totally get that. Like, when you have your mom or dad telling you, like, hey, this is how I would handle this, and you're like, okay. Yeah, but when you're 22, you stop listening to them, and you do live your own life. Yeah, or else you're maybe. A, I, I haven't listened to anything my parents have said since I was 14. Well, I would, well, if I'm 37, I'm taking whatever job I want, and my parents can eat shit if they don't like it. I don't know. Yeah. I just... They I did guess. plenty I didn't like when I was a kid, so it's my turn now. I'll do what I want. <laughs> That's not a kiss thing. Kiss my ass, ladies. Kiss, ladies kiss and gentlemen. Ass, ladies. Ladies and gentlemen, I was going to say, and I had to swallow, so I stopped at ladies. I only have one mother, so it would really just be yeah, lady. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, so the mom doesn't want Sandra Bullock to work for Hugh Grant, obviously. She's like, wow, he's an asshole, you know, he's the enemy, whatever. Um, but, you know, Robert Klein's like, why, who cares, we could use the bail money, whatever, right? So now we go to the first day of work with Sandra Bullock. I guess it's the first day? I don't know. There's no For a movie with time, a, a period of time directly in the title, there's no concept of time in this movie it whatsoever. It seems, yeah, because there's, there's no concept of time. I have no idea how long this has been going on, no. how long she's been working for him. I don't know. At one point he says a few months have gone by, so I assume this takes place over the period of a few months. The two yeah. weeks of her giving notice, that seems like a really long time. Yeah, her two weeks notice time. was like six months. It was awful. I could have really used like two weeks later. Like, you know, yeah. seek, you know titles we, in this movie. We never saw anything build. We just saw, no. we didn't see her frustration build. No. Because we did see his codependence on her. Yeah, she seemed to be enjoying it, I but thought, she, until yeah, she quit. Cause, yeah, because she liked, Yeah. I guess, I don't know what she liked, but she liked, um, like, bossing him around, I guess? I don't really know what it is. I think she liked being needed, it seemed like. Okay, yeah, she yeah, liked, yeah. She, she did seem... She like... She liked her opinion being valued, maybe? Maybe that's She what liked is. to feel validated and, you know, know, like, she is. seemed needed. Yeah, you're right. But he lives like... If, like, Tom Hanks and Big was an asshole, that's how she yeah. lives. Like, that's that's his whole... And British. Yeah. That's his whole life. Like, he's like a child. He's a child king. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what he is. So he is trying to pick out, like, um, I guess, like an envelope to send something out in, and they look the exact same. And um, Sandra Bullock licks the envelope because she can't pick between the two colors. Yeah. yeah. And so he's like, you know, I've asked like 30 people, and you're the first person to do that. Like, that's so out of the ordinary. She licks it and says to pick this one because it tastes better. She licks the glue and said the glue tasted better. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, I'm giving you a bigger office, he tells her at that yeah. point. Yeah, for, for that decision. That, 
That's what I mean. He lives like he's like a child that is in, yeah. in charge of a company. Like, it's so, ridiculous. So now I have a question for you. So he's just able to give her a new, a bigger office, you know, money, and she gets this great apartment and whatever, right? Yeah. So apparently he is notorious for banging all of his other lead counsels. Everybody. Right? Yeah, he's, he's all over the place. It is probably safe to assume that they are getting the same compensation that Sandra Bullock was getting. I would assume two hundred fifty thousand dollars sick benefits that Christmas like bonus job. apartment yeah. bigger office if she you know licks an envelope that seems like the job yeah and she also value yeah and then also they are banging on top of that seems like it yeah would that be considered prostitution of some kind I don't know I guess not because it's not part of the day it's not required for you know for payment it just seems to be like some sort of bonus. Like they're gonna bang the same. Okay, so you're too. saying that that's one of the bennies. If you want to look at it that way, or it's one of the drawbacks, either one, but it's something. <laughs> it's something. Yeah, it's not. Well, I mean, if he calls you at two thirty in the morning to ask you what to wear. That's an odd part of a job that most people wouldn't have. I, guess I would that's not be thrilled. No, two hundred fifty grand a year in a nice apartment, though. I'll tell him what tie to 2:30 wear. Two thirty in the morning? No, fuck yeah. no. I don't know, man. Would I, you put out for two hundred fifty grand a year? Do you know how much... Do you, I'm up at 2.30 in the morning with all these podcasts all the time. This, Crime and Sports, and Small Town Murder. Throw a plug in there. So, I, believe me, I, 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 I do... I, I'm doing that. No, but I'm doing that anyway at 2.30, and I'm not making anywhere near 250 grand a year. So, you know what? You, Grant, if you want to hire me to pick your goddamn tie out in the middle of the night, I'm here. I'm available. <laughs> at You Got Heigled. Yeah. Or whatever. At Jimmy P is funny. Uh, yeah. Um, so, then my other problem with this whole thing is, is what they're doing is... So Hugh Grant is out with some girl at like 2.30 in the morning. He calls Sandra Bullock to ask her about something. It never comes up what he called to ask yeah. her about. So he's asking, oh, no, because... He just calls her and then he puts the bimbo on the yeah, phone. Yeah, he puts the, the girl that he's with on the phone. Yeah. And this, um, this sparks the age-old debate of the yellow hairs versus the brown hairs. Because apparently the yellow hairs... What are we talking about here? Blondes versus brunettes. Oh, okay, okay. Because he's out. But there's and like gangs involved. I'm like, the no. yellow hairs, who are they? No. <laughs> are they dangerous? No, because I'm pretty sure that they use my, they call my hair brown or black. Mm. Yeah. And they're just blonde. Yeah. And there's this whole thing of that blondes have more fun. No, oh, okay. Tina Fey, Queen Tina Fey, she says that we call them the yellow hairs because they describe our hair as brown. And I'm... Fair enough. I'm with that. Sure. Okay. So, this blonde girl is at the bar at 2.30 in the morning. Meanwhile, the smart girl, the brunette girl, Sandra Bullock, is at home in bed, and she is being called for advice, okay? If blondes have more fun, how come it's not fun to be smart? That's my question. I, I, I get because she's in the... And she's got a nose ring. She's got this, like, little yeah, dress she looked like on. she like And whatever. Her nose ring was enormous. Oh, my it was, God, it was you, awful. It could have fit on her middle finger, that thing. <laughs> she swallowed an Altoid. Yeah, yeah, she's choking, swallowed her Altoid. Yeah, she was definite. They were definitely going, like, this girl is trash, basically. Yeah. And why is you Grant hanging out with her? He doesn't seem yeah, to I care, guess. really. Well, so Sandra Bullock gives her the business. And she's like, listen, he's married. He has a weird, questionable rash. You, you know, you're... Young, go yeah. finish high school, whatever. Which I feel like you, Grant, called her on purpose to have her do that. 
I thought so. Because why else would Hugh Grant put her on the phone with Sandra Bullock, knowing what Sandra Bullock I Bullock's thought that he do. was trying to get rid of the blonde girl. That's what I thought. That's so. what I thought. Oh, that's yeah. why he called her then. Yeah, to get okay. rid of Okay, no, that makes much more sense. Okay, yeah. so the writing was so good that that eluded us. <laughs> that they, we <laughs> didn't understand what, their point. That, yeah. Now that's good writing. Yeah. <laughs> we don't even understand their point. That is perfect. So she tells, so Sandra Bullock tells Hugh Grant, hey, you should be more giving, you should be more charitable, whatever, because you have so much money. He pays a hot dog guy in a hundred and tells him to, to keep, keep the change. change. And then what I loved was that Tom she, Hanks and Big, that's what he is. He's, yeah. a, he's a child yeah. put into this Sandra Bullock tycoon's body. throws some coins in some like scruffy looking guy's coffee cup. And that argument went on so long for like that, what was in New York. I don't know. I thought that was like, I've seen that joke about 700 times and shit when somebody puts change in a homeless I'm guy's cup. Needy. And he's like, hey, it's my cup of coffee. Literally, that's like a... For 10 years, that joke was in everything. I don't yeah. understand who came up with that and why nobody said, hey, all right, I've seen that five times already. Yeah. We're not putting that in our script. Well, I feel like the conversation would go, hey, what the fuck? That's my coffee. Oh, sorry. I thought you were needy. Fuck know. you. And then, and then, then still it's a, done. I, you, you piss off a crazy homeless guy, they'll follow you for three blocks. So I was, supply, I was surprised it was such a short conversation. I was surprised I the remember, exact opposite. I remember I went to downtown Chicago and my cousins were feeding all these pigeons, all these French fries that we had. We were at, the, at Byron's in downtown Chicago, and they were feeding the, all the pigeons stupid French fries. And this homeless guy came up to me, and he gave me this big leaf. And he put his hand on my back, and he was like, here you go. And I was like, <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Meanwhile, my uncle's in there because he thinks he recognizes somebody. And I'm like, can we go? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Before he brings me a whole tree. <laughs> I'm not happy about this. So now we're starting to... That's so now we're starting to see that Hugh Grant um, was completely consuming Sandra Bullock's life. Yeah. She's at her friend's wedding and she gets a phone call because it's an emergency. So she gets called away from being in her friend's wedding. Mm. And it was just to pick out an outfit. Yeah. Which, by the way, I guess that revolving closet... I, what, what was going on with that? Like in the middle, like the the mid nineties to two thousand two. Because when we were watching the People versus O.J. Simpson, yeah, Johnny Cochran had one of those, and he's. Yeah, I think that just means you're, his... you're fancy. If you're, if it was are like... you fancy? But what if that? I guess you have money to pay for it to break. Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't think they're worried about that. I think they like having that. Yeah, that clo- We're talking about that closet that would like everything would zoom by. Like yeah, at they the, press like it. The it's like cleaner. a remote control closet. Yeah, it's like at the dry cleaner. You're it going, revolves. Yeah, you're trying to find which pant and suit yeah, you're going to wear. That's and whatever. Shows you have so many clothes that you need to put in a technologically savvy way to peruse them, which is that means you really you have a lot. Listen, I don't need a remote control closet. I need a button. I need a button that says "Here I'm clean now." I need yeah. a button that says "I'm well rested. I've been fed. <laughs> yeah. I'm clothed." I just need a button. All right. So now we know that her whole life is consumed by everything Hugh Grant but she doesn't seem to be super upset about it until now because she she's doesn't like, even seem upset about it really then like we've no, talked about this but she's ago. not but she, that's what I'm saying like she doesn't seem to be super upset but yeah. then like I think I'm supposed to believe that she's upset well yeah because she quits she quits obvious, right there yeah but she does but she quits in a very calm way she comes over and she's like you called me away from a wedding for this oh I quit like, it was very, like, casual. It wasn't like, this is the last straw. Yeah. It was just like, well, I quit. And he's like, oh, really? And like, that was the scene. It was yeah. just, it was really odd. 
Because that was what I didn't understand, is that she she says, okay, so you call me away from the wedding, you call me to do this, you call me to do this, you call me to do this. But, like, they don't seem to have a weird conflict. It just seems to be that he just calls her a lot her. and is annoying. I'd like to also go over what type of law does she practice? Because she's helping, she's, she's doing, like, a high-level divorce with him. She's helping him yeah. in his divorce, which is like... You would, if a guy he's a, who's a tycoon like that would have the best divorce lawyer in the city. Yeah. She seems to do like legal aid stuff and like this isn't her area of expertise. Yeah. No, yeah. You She's wouldn't just hire just counsel. some general counsel for your, for your uh, you know, building company to be your divorce lawyer. Yeah. Especially if she just came into the case now. This has probably been going on for a year and a half, this divorce. You can't just have an... Where's his other lawyer? What the hell happened? I seem to remember her talking about like the rights of homeless people or something like that. Yeah. Like... I don't. So that's what I mean. She's I just don't not know a divorce what she lawyer. did. No, because she says what she where she worked. None of these places are divorced. She worked for like legal aid and all that she's kind of shit. She's also like his secretary. She's writing yeah. speeches for him. She's like la- she's his lackey. She's, she's yeah. his personal assistant slash general counsel yeah. slash divorce lawyer. Slash, I don't know what the slash slash concierge. Yeah, it's strange. Yeah, slash fashion consultant. It's the like weirdest just job. Was... Yeah. I don't think I would do that for 250 grand a year. I think if you're a lawyer, you'd be like, is there, you know, a legal case you want to talk to me about? Or what are we talking about? Yeah, can I not pick out what tie? Yeah, this is getting silly here. Unless, I mean, you're like, okay, so sometimes if you're a lawyer, you probably do have to pick out what your client wears so that he looks visually appealing if you're in court. If they're in a criminal case or so, yeah, Yeah. something like that. But this is like, he has to go to a benefit tonight. Which tie should I wear? You think you know what tie you're going to wear. All right, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, so I, here's what I thought was hilarious, and I did write this down because of Hugh Grant's dependency on her. Apparently, he called uh, Sandra Bullock to let her know that he had a nightmare, that he was the fifth member of KISS, and barged in on her during her lady doctor appointment. Yeah, I thought that seemed a little excessive there. That's, I'm glad they didn't show that. Thank you. Yeah, no, no thank that. you for no cutaways on that. But you can't do that. I understand calling. Yeah, I don't know how he would have found that and barged on into the office that's, while she's in the stirrups. That seems like a little excessive. Yeah. For, for, and that's know. that's when I started to question who wrote this. I, I don't know. Who I wrote, wrote it like this. six times. Who wrote this? I don't. I've not, they didn't finish it though. I know that right. much because they forgot to add a plot. Yeah. At some point. So Sandra Bullock tries to quit. Hugh Grant does not accept. No. No. And what he does is she says like, "Fine, fuck you. I'm going to go try to find another job anyway." He calls to everyone around town and says you Don't can't hire her, her. Yeah, she's, she's unhirable she's mine right and he's very powerful they yeah. listen blah 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 yeah ridiculous and by the way you i have to say this goddamn you grant he's annoying me i can't stand him he had but great lines every once in a while he's funny in this movie oh he had some great lines this is the first time since in all these movies we watched into the ninth episode now that i've actually found something genuinely funny yeah it's just because he delivers a line Half decent once in a while. So yeah. given that, this movie has that, at least, I'll say. Yeah, and it was a definite redeeming quality about it. Yeah, every once in a while, I'm like, that was a funny little wise-ass, you know, quip there. I'll take that. But yeah. But not worth the rest of it. So. so Sandra Bullock is upset, and she's like, because, you know, Hugh Grant is saying, well, you drafted your contract. So if you don't like it, sorry. You know, tough noogies. Nobody cares. So she sends it to her parents. How do I get? How do I get out of this? But she made the stupid contract, so I don't know why she's asking how you get out of it. Who knows? She tries to get fired. Is the bottom well, line? Well, yeah, because Robert Klein gives her the idea to try to get fired. Yeah. Okay. So apparently, this brother is such a hard ass, 
and he fires anybody and everybody. Hugh Grant's brother. Yeah, Hugh Grant's yes. brother is such a hard ass, and he fires anybody and everybody with no hesitation. Yeah, he doesn't. But care. for some reason, he doesn't care that Sandra Bullock is forty-five minutes late. No. And doesn't even like notice that she's, you know, forty-five minutes late. He's just kind of like. Oh, this one, she's chewing gum. And yeah, spits she's it on chewing the floor, so much so gum. On it. Yeah. She insults Hugh Grant's niece and nephew. Yeah, this Howard's children with him in the room. Yeah. She says, oh, the boy looks like a girl and the girl looks like a boy and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and she spits her gum out, all right, and then Howard, the brother, steps on it. There is no way that a fresh piece of gum comes off a shoe that easy. Look, the gum, yes, you're right. There's no way that's happening. That's not going to happen. It's going to stick all in the in the grooves of the shoe. It's on carpet. But more importantly, it, it, we're, this is a romantic comedy, correct? Yeah. It's, a, it's a romantic comedy movie. We are 32 minutes minutes into this movie at this point, <laughs> and no one has had to try to have sex with anybody else. There's literally no romantic in this romantic comedy at all. No, 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 because no, we're trying made to... made a thought. We're, I think they're trying to posit the will they or won't they. Because they're so opposite. Of course they're going to be yeah, in love with each other. But they don't have any... They have no chemistry like that at all. They have so much chemistry. No, they don't. I so never think... So much. I never... I, the sad part is I don't I'm even ever really think they're going to end up together. What? I'm being really oh, yeah, sarcastic. Okay. I don't even think they're going to end up together as I'm watching this movie. I'm like, <laughs> I don't think that's the plot of the movie. Maybe no. something else will happen. Because they never make it so you want them to be together. Right. So Sandra Bullock speaking of romantic, tries to break up with Hugh Grant in the bathroom, in the men's bathroom, which I don't know why they went in there at all. I was waiting for a toilet flush or some sort of wannabe comedic moment, like, oh, no, instead there was one better. We get something even more embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. Instead, we have Sandra Bullock saying, hey, I want you to respect that I want to quit. And he's like, okay, that's fine. You have to help pick your replacement, whatever. And then something drops. She drops to the ground. Now her hair is stuck in Hugh Grant's zipper. Yeah, this was, it was just so stupid. Stuck in, her, in, her, in his belt or something. If, oh, yeah, it was his belt. Okay. Yeah. If Hugh Grant makes that much money, there's no fucking way that anything on him is making anything, like, stick. You can't get anything caught. I don't know what, how that happened. I, the, the laws it of, bothered me. The, the laws of physics and everything else were preventing that from happening. And somehow it happened anyway. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. But and of then course, the, the brother walks in and yeah, it's, oh, wins. har, har, har. It looks like she's blowing him in the bathroom. <laughs> whoop de doo and they move on. This movie's so embarrassing. <laughs> but they had such a great line. Which one? I actually laughed out loud. Hugh Grant says, join us, will you? We've been brainstorming. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> she's on the... Yeah, it's the way he says it. It's pretty funny, yeah. I gotta say. It's not even a good line. I would, it's just no. Good de- well delivered. It, it was a well delivered line. I would never have been. I, he's walked in, you know, Sandra Bullock is at crotch level. I don't know how, you know, you can get out of that one. <laughs> he's just. Yeah. Join us, will you? We've been brainstorming. We've been brainstorming. That was interesting. <laughs> so now we're going to some weird groundbreaking for Hugh Grant. You know, I don't know exactly what they're doing, but they're doing like a weird groundbreaking. The parents are, uh, Sandra Bullock's parents are over there. Yeah, because they're going to build, the whole point is they're building, Sandra Bullock's parents and Sandra Bullock live in Coney Island, okay? Coney Island is their thing. Yeah, that's the whole point. And they're building this big condo, this new big tower fancy condo in Coney Island. And they want to tear down the community center as part of this complex. And Sandra Bullock convinced him not to tear down the community center. Right. That, that's the sort of the plot of the movie, I guess, is this damn community center, which represents you, Grant's being a human being, this community center, and her 
It's just, it's, I, I guess it's semi-metaphorical. Yeah. yeah, I guess. I'm getting it now. I was thinking back on it. I, this is not in my notes at all. No. I, have no. I think that's what they're going for, though. So this is when Hugh Grant is so delighted to meet her parents. They go out and have, like, cake or whatever. But Yeah, and they I, hate him. Huh? They hate him. Yeah, and they hate Hugh Grant. Here's what, what I hate. Okay. I have one question. I'm sorry okay. to interrupt you before we move on. Where are all the black people? <laughs> Where are the fuck? They're in New York City. Yeah. They're in New York City. There is one, two black people in this entire fucking movie. One There's of them works for Hugh Grant. One, the dri- Hugh Grant's driver, who's like his like, hey, cool black guy that he like, you know, they play chess together and he gives him black guy wisdom every once in a while. And then there's the black lady that they interview for the job and they don't hire, of course, because yeah. she's black and we can't have her in the plot. And then they find her at legal aid later and they ask her if she's pregnant because she's a heavier woman. There, no, no, otherwise, no, that's not why. no black people whatsoever in this entire goddamn movie. Why do they ask her if she's pregnant? When they're interviewing her. Yeah, this is when they're trying to find a replacement. So we're right in line with the plot. Anyway. He was looking at... Some, uh, he was looking at two different applications oh, or heard okay. it wrong or whatever. And okay. he's like, good luck with your baby. And she's like, what baby? Yeah, and she and was, I don't know why she wouldn't let that go. Yeah, Who cares? Like, he would have said, like, yeah, oh, I'm thanks. sorry, I got the wrong application. If you want the job, sure, just say, yeah, great, you had a baby. But that's, that's awesome. it, though. She lives in Coney Island, which I assure you, there are black people there. Yeah. I assure you of it. Trust me. Yeah. This is not there. It, there's there was, a shitload of black people. You're right. People I didn't even Island. notice because I was so offended by everything else. Yeah. It's a, but the, that's the one thing. It's like very much yeah. like a friends or something where you're like, you're in New York City and there's not a black person in sight. What yep. the fuck is going on? So my big offense to this was, and I realize that I hate this every single time. So you see them walking through the park and they're yeah. like walking away from the camera and it's like a big aerial shot of them. For some reason, you can hear them clear as day. Yeah. It's ADR and it's of always course. like this like really weird, like raspy voice. And it's like they're always trying to say something super clever to it's like a, transition yeah. the gotta, scene. Exactly. Yeah. You got to end on a little joke and with it, that shot. It offends me away. to my core. It's so annoying. Because I'm like, no, there's no way. There's no way that that's happening. I don't know why I'm supposed to believe that all of the sudden you sound super crisp and clear and raspy. Here's what I always think, too. How many different lines did they write and record because they're walking away so you can have them say anything because you can't see their mouths anyway. So how many lines did they have them record and then choose from in editing? Oh, like, God, I like this yeah. song. What do you think? Is this funny? That's what I think. And too, I don't so. even think they wrote it. They were probably like, yeah, I don't know, whatever you guys, like, just kind of improv it. Well, they didn't. No, they would have to record that in the studio later, so they yeah. needed to give them lines. But when they're walking, yeah, maybe. Yeah, they wouldn't have recorded it. It's all ADR. So then we have this really, now we're starting to, uh, I guess, Hugh Grant and Sandra Bullock are starting to become human to each other. It's the rooftop thing. They're on the roof yeah, and they're yeah. eating cake. Here's my thing. I got, a, I got another big problem. Why are we having so many deep conversations with people that we don't know or that we work with? Well, they do know. It's been months now. I know, think. but she's trying to quit. Why the fuck would you want to tell him anything uh, personal she, about you at this point? She tells him this is when you get like the Bullock backstory. Yeah, so we get the Bullock backstory where it's like me and my mom always fight and, and she's, I, I'm never good enough. Yeah, it's supposed to be like so sad and it's like your parents are lawyers. They sent you to Harvard. Your mom's a little pushy. Ooh, kids get fucking molested, okay? <laughs> Quit your bitching. Your life was fine. Yeah, your you know? life's great. Yeah, give yeah. me a break. Everything else was perfect, but my mom kind of pushed me a little hard, and I, you know, wanted to. Yeah, get my mom on my made tests. sure that I got good grades. So what? Yeah. Jesus, I wish my parents would push me to be better. Give me a goddamn break. Oh no! If only maybe I would have listened some... to them past fourteen if they would have done that. If only we had some sponge cake. 
Yeah, Which, by the way, it. was one of my other favorite lines. Is he says, "There's something amuck with this sponge cake." <laughs> oh yeah, because the parents don't. It's all tofu and fat yeah. They free well, and, yeah, because the dad's got high cholesterol yeah, yeah. or whatever. But this is where we have the black driver friend guy. Oh, giving black guy wisdom. This yeah. movie's so fucking racist. I swear to God, so, this is such a racist ass yeah. movie. It really is. <laughs> They're playing chess, and um, you know, Hugh Grant is upset because he's like, you know, Sandra Bullock's trying to quit on me. And um, the guy, the driver guy, says that there's two things that he knows, chess and women. And that, you know, he starts talking about chess and whatever, and that a man needs to have control over the woman. Yeah, and then he says he still lives at home with his mother. Yeah, and then he's like, when, my, when I come home, my mama knows to have dinner on the table. Yeah, it's such a stereotype. It's like, good. Oh, I'm just, I'm so disgusted with this movie, I swear No, I was super offended, and I was... Uh, I, I was horrified. At- Tons of people worked in that office. They couldn't have given a decent job to a fucking black guy in this movie. Come on, man. I a know. driver and some lady they don't hire. That's the... Oh, God, please. Yeah, I needed Omar. Jesus. Something. The wire. It's just... It's, uh, I don't know. It's just the whole thing is just funny. I, I don't understand it. Why? It's, it's horrendous. Get some black people. Um, so now we're, we're at this restaurant... And this is also where we're supposed to see that, you know, it's just kind of intuitive. It makes sense. You know, Sandra Bullock and Hugh Grant are so in love with each other. They just don't know it. Yeah. You know, they're not compl- they're not finishing each other's sentences. What they're doing is Hugh Grant's putting ice cubes into her cup and she's pulling out the insides of the bread and putting it on his plate. Yeah, and she he takes the beets off of her salad and she takes the crispy onion shit off the top of his steak and puts it on her thing. And they have like a whole routine like they're an old married couple at dinner. Yeah. yeah. He knows what she likes. She knows what he likes. Blah, I don't blah, know blah. why you couldn't fucking just say, hey, no onion rings on my... Is this when he when she just, when she says that she's her boyfriend's dumping her? No, that's after. Okay. That's what I wrote down too. I, it's, so apparently, you know, she's on the phone, yeah, and then she starts stapling a bunch of documents, and then she's like, "Ansel broke up with me," and I was like, "Who the fuck is Ansel?" We are at this point forty-two minutes into this movie. Never heard about Ansel. This is the first time we've ever mentioned it's ever been mentioned that she has a goddamn boyfriend that I heard. Oh, nice writing. No, 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 when no. They're no. On the she phone. was on the phone with somebody. Yeah, but they don't say that that's her boyfriend. I didn't know who the hell that was. I completely forgot about that phone call till right now. She didn't say like, "Hey, honey," or like. Well, there she did was say, no... "I love you," but I didn't know. Did she? she? She said, "I love you" at the end. Oh God, I didn't even catch that. Jesus, that's how much I gave a shit about that conversation. Good writing. It seemed like you missed yeah, it. They, that's what I mean. That that was the only mention of it. The only yeah. way to know. She said, I love you at the end. Wow. Oof, I okay. thought maybe it was her dad because they were talking about something and, and she's like, oh, okay, well, you know, Didn't she I'll say, see don't fall in love with any guys down at the something Oh, yeah, she other? said, don't fall in love. No, not guys. She said, don't fall in love with any... I thought she said marine guys. biologists. Oh, I don't. I thought I heard any like, young marine oh. biologists or something like that. In my mind, I heard marines, and I thought she was talking to like. <laughs> well, every one of these, every no. one of these movies, these women have a gay friend, and I thought this was her gay friend who was down like somewhere, and she's like, oh. don't, be, "Don't be blowing marines all over the place there, you know, whoever." And I, that's what I thought that that was. I didn't think that was her boyfriend. No. Okay, well, I'm very confused. That was Ansel, apparently. Yeah, this movie all sucks. Right. So she's upset because she and our boyfriend that none of us had any attachment to broke none. up. Didn't know that she did either. Didn't yeah. seem to matter to her. But she was. It did seem to matter because well, she was this. drunk and she's on a boat. Yeah. Well, she. So he's. She's like, I don't like boats or whatever, right? 
And then he puts her on a boat. Hugh Grant puts her on a boat. Takes her to the yacht. They go on the yacht. They're the only two people on the yacht. When no, they go somebody to, else is on there. Who the frig else was on there besides the piano player? Oh. This is what I'm getting to. There's nobody else inhabiting the yacht. It's his yacht. He goes on it. They go from the first deck to the second deck, and there's a guy playing piano up there. There's a tuxedoed piano player working it like he's in the lounge of a hotel. But there is no one else on the yacht. So is this guy just on the yacht 24-7 playing the piano in case Hugh Grant shows up? Or did they call? Is he on call? Did he be like, hey, I'm (laughs) headed to the yacht. Get your tux on and bust ass down there. Does the guy live on the yacht? Where do they pull this piano player out of his ass? Because there was no plan to go to the yacht at all. This was just on a whim. But he's... Piano, a grand piano, second story. I thought story. that there was like a waiter or something. I thought I remember seeing somebody else. No, but the, I thought it was like at least like a waiter. Maybe, yeah, like staff. But yeah. not like there's no, it's not like there's a like party going on. Yeah. He's got a tuxedoed piano player. It's the weirdest thing ever. Uh, yeah. I don't get okay. why. I'm like, where did he come from? Yeah, where did they come? I assume that they're on call. I assume they live on the yacht and it's just like, they, hey, I'm here. And he guy wakes up and puts his crack pipe down and his bow tie on and gets up there. Oh, God. Cracks his fingers and starts going at the ivories. Well, speaking of cracking your fingers and going at the ivories, Sandra Bullock is now drunk and convinced that something is wrong with her. Yeah. And she's saying over and over again, what's wrong with me? How come people don't like me? And Hugh Grant tells her it's because she's argumentative and she's stubborn and she needs to soften her look up a little bit and that her, you know, argumentative nature is a little bit intimidating. And you know what? I'm going to disagree with you there, uh, Hugh Grant, because I found, just coming from someone who is super argumentative <laughs> yeah, and awful, um, no, just be yourself, Sandra Bullock, just be yourself. So Sandra Bullock decides that the thing that must be wrong with her is that she must be terrible in bed. But then she's telling us that she's absolutely not terrible in bed because... She's all drunk. Yeah, because she's like a bobcat. And yeah. I was like, no, that's so not a thing. she bends like a pretzel and then she she's tries to... She's a twisty bobcat pretzel. She tries to kiss him and passes out. Yeah. Which is still the first physical contact anyone's had with anyone in 40, 45 minutes. And there was movie. no, like, spark or anything. Here's no. my problem. I don't love the Bobcat Twisty Pretzel as a description of your sexual tactics. I just assumed it was because she was so drunk she was about to black out. So I thought it was yeah, maybe, maybe she was just a little off, I think. So Hugh Grant and... No, because that the driver guy was there because they carry her to yeah. her apartment. Which seemed like a weird, very rapey situation when they're yeah. like standing over Two her, men standing are... over a passed out woman, and he's like, "Should we ta- should we change her clothes?" And the black guy's like, looks at him like, "I'm not touching no. her." No, yeah, but... I-, I will be in jail for thirty years. I'm black. Do you understand? <laughs> you know what'll happen? Yeah, there's two of us in this movie. You're... There will be one of us like that. Uh, our legal counsel is currently passed out. <laughs> yeah, he's not going to defend me. I'm yeah. out of here. Okay, so the whole huge apartment. I don't know why they didn't put her in bed. I don't know, they just plopped her they on the couch. They plopped her on the couch in front of all of those windows yeah, that have no like blinds or curtains on them. Two-story open windows like it's an office building. Yeah. Even so, an office building will have some blinds up. Her, the sun will rise and like wake her up and she's going to be hungover because she had yeah, so she much is to the drink. the next morning when yeah. she pops up and says good morning and she's like, that's allowed. If the sun hit me like that and I was going to be that hungover, I think I would just throw up instantly. Maybe. Now... <laughs> At this point, she's trying to find a replacement for herself, right? Yeah, so she's still trying to find a replacement. Is it me, or is she not liking these people on purpose? 
She's not liking them on purpose. She's trying. Okay, she's she doesn't want to leave, but she's saying she quit, but she doesn't want to leave. So she's yeah. trying. She's finding well, something wrong with all these candidates yeah. on purpose, right? Yeah, That's it's what's going on here. They both are. They're both. I, okay, they're yeah. both finding something wrong. Gotcha, gotcha. So, you know, Hugh Grant will say, the process. "Yeah, Hugh Grant will say, well, I don't like this person because of this,'" and then she'll be like, "Oh, come on, give them a chance," and then it, they just let it fizzle out. Okay, right, all right, right, okay. Right, right. This is like the black lady that comes in and they say that she has a baby. Yeah, okay, so there's this lady that comes in and um, Hugh Grant somehow messes up and he's like, "Oh, good luck with your baby" or whatever. And there's like Sandra Bullock keeps saying over and over again to him, "You should check with me before you talk." Yeah, <laughs> because yeah. he's always like you know saying the wrong thing, so that's why I didn't know if maybe he read it wrong or if he was trying to offend her on purpose so that she wouldn't even take the job, even if I thought he was trying to self sabotage that. I think so. Yeah, I agree yeah. with you there. I think that's exactly what was going on, and this is when they find the redheaded chick coming up here. Yeah. So. Sandra Bullock, uh, so some guy, like the guy, I don't know who it was, but he goes up to Sandra Bullock and he's like, hey, there's this girl. She's downstairs. She went to Harvard and, you know, she wants to talk to you for five minutes. Yeah, she's applying for this open yeah. position, but she doesn't have an appointment, which I don't know why she just didn't make an appointment. Yeah, also. she could have just made an appointment. She went to Harvard. She could have probably got an interview. Yeah. So Sandra Bullock takes the takes the five minute interview and she's you know whatever. Meanwhile, this girl is so gross. She's one hundred percent fangirling about both of them. Yeah, she's, she's like really kissing ass. In she's this really kissing ass. She's like, oh, you're a legend, and you know, blah blah blah. And Sandra Bullock's like, really me? You know, no yeah, way. She's, she's winning her over with flattery. Yeah. So Hugh Grant comes in and he's like being all gross with the new redhead chick. I don't even know what her name is. Jane? June? Something it's June. It's J, June. Jane or June. I just meant, I don't know who the actress is. Oh, I don't know. I've seen her before, but I don't know where. I think she's the blind girl in 30 Rock that mm. Kenneth is in love with. Oh, yeah. I think that's exactly who she is. Yeah, yeah I think it is. very pale. Oh, I'm pretty pale. No, this girl's a different hue completely. She's red. You have to be a redhead to have this hue of like... She's almost gray. She's so yeah. pale. So now, um, Hugh, so Hugh Grant is like, okay, I'll complete the interview. Because Sandra Bullock's like, okay, great, redhead, thanks a lot. Come back tomorrow for an interview. You seem like you're pretty qualified, but yeah. whatever. And then Hugh Grant stays and he's talking to the redhead. And for some reason, Sandra Bullock's like all weirdly jealous. And she's like, are you sure? Do you still want to go to the Mets game later? Are we still, you know, are we still doing this? Are we still... Yeah, she's being weird and jealous. And then she leaves and then they go to the Mets game, yeah. actually. They go to the Mets game. And then she can only talk about her. Hey, what'd you think of that girl? Like, She's trying to find out if you Grant likes her or not. Yeah. It's very eighth but grade. But what I didn't understand is that she gets knocked over and then everybody starts booing her. She, she, Mike Piazza went to, okay. <laughs> they were at the Mets game. They're right yeah. around home plate. There's a pop, fly, pop fly foul ball headed right for the stands, headed right for Sandra Bullock. Mike Piazza, the home team's catcher, goes to catch the ball. She gets in his way, and he doesn't make the catch, costing the Mets an out, which is why she got booed in a very okay. in a Steve. It was a Steve Bartman thing, but it was actually a year okay. before Steve Bartman happened, which is funny. She was the original Sandra Bartman. That's oh what happened. Oh my God, she is the OG yes. Steve Bartman. Yeah, and we had Piazza. It's so weird. This is the second time Piazza's come up for me in less than two weeks. I was talking about him on another podcast a couple of weeks ago, lusting oh, yeah, after Otis Nixon. So here yeah. he is again. This time he's, and he talks some shit to Bullock too. Or he talks some shit to Hugh Grant in this. He says, next time when you go to a Yankees game, 
but he calls him Wade. Like Mike Piazza knows this guy. Well, yeah. He's like, yeah, Wade. Why don't you go to a Why don't you go to a Yankees game next time? He's like pissed off. Yeah. Which I thought was strange. I thought I don't know. It's not the, it's not his fault. No, he doesn't know. And the ball. Let's technically, by the rules of baseball, the ball was in the stands. It was not over the field. Right. So Bullock had the rights to the ball anyway. It doesn't. If, if she was hanging over, that would be yeah. a apartment situation, but she wasn't. And also, it's the New York Mets. It's the Mets. So who cares? And in two thousand two, <laughs> they, they were awful. They lost the World Series the year before. Yeah. Oh no. Wait. Yeah. No. Two thousand. They lost the World Series to the Yankees, four <laughs> games to one. So it didn't really matter what the Mets were doing in two thousand two. Anyway. Just wanted to get James on that. Okay. So they go, yeah, so now they go back to the, we're somehow back from the game and we're at a tennis match. We're playing doubles. We're playing doubles. It's Sandra Bullock and the other guy guy in the movie. And then Hugh Grant and the redhead. Yeah. Like some weird, and I wrote down, is this part of the the interview? The Uh, formal interview? I feel like she's already been hired now. This is when she's been hired. Once you Grant takes her through the whole... Once you Grant takes oh, her over the interview, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. My, my question is, why did we watch an entire tennis match? That was rough. This was like a long tennis match. Yeah. It was literally like three minutes of tennis. And it just turned into Sandra Bullock versus yeah. Redhead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they really had to set it up with an awful lot of tennis shots. Yeah. I mean, it was, I was like, is this a tennis movie now? Is there going to be a tournament at the end of this? I need to keep up. Do I need yeah. to pay attention? What the hell's going on here? So we do a weird tit for tat. Sandra Bullock would score a good point on yeah. the redhead, and then the redhead would fire one back, like, yeah, what the fuck's up? Yeah, they were in competition. And they were in weird competition. And that, then that, pretty that, much uh, now, Hugh Grant and the other guy aren't even playing. They're just no. standing there staring at them. Meanwhile, they're going back and forth. Like tennis pros at each other, like Venus and Serena Williams. Yeah. And then the redhead pops Sandra Bullock in the head with a tennis ball. And she's out. And she's out, yeah. They knock her out, and they're all worried about Bullock, and she names off all the Supreme Court justices. And that's the end of the scene, and it was really kind of pointless. Just shows that she's competitive with the redhead. It's the only point. No, that's not the end of the scene. What happens then? The end of the scene... uh, Sandra Bullock is stress eating with a chubby little, like, 10 year old girl. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now that's the end of the scene. Okay. She's eating whatever as she watches Hugh Grant with the red Like instruct girl. her on how to, yeah, you know, on how like to whatever. Got his arms around her, showing her a backhand. Yeah. Now. Some kind of stroke. We are in the car for my favorite scene. Oh, this is her shit crisis. Yeah. So Sandra Bullock is saying that she ate two chili dogs and like whatever the fuck else, right? And now she's having a digestive crisis in the car with Hugh Grant. Yes. Now, what a nice man, because he's just trying to calm her down. Yeah, she's basically she's basically panicking like a child yeah. that she needs to go. He suggests you shit in the Volvo, and she decides okay. that's a bad idea. She's like, yeah, this is my car. I can't shit in my car. He's like, go buy you a new one. Yeah. And it's like, that's a trooper right there, that's, man. That's a trooper. But yeah, he ends up taking her to the RV yeah. that they see up in traffic. They're yeah. stuck in bumper-to-bumper traffic. So they're in bumper-to-bumper traffic. There's an RV and then, you know, he gets her out of the car and he's like, okay, let's go. We're going to go shit in the RV. And um, I, I love that he ends up having to carry her. Through the traffic because she, she can't gets hold knocked it. down. Yeah, she, yeah. Gets, she gets knocked down and she can't hold it. So he carries her to these poor people in the RV who we find out have, like, lost their home and live in an RV now with their two children. And on top of that, now she's shitting up their RV bathroom. <laughs> so this, this is their only family bathroom, and she's wrecking it in yeah. traffic. Thanks, okay. Bullock. Appreciate they, it. They They're offered gonna... to pay them a 
thousand dollars to use. He says a hundred. She says a thousand. Well, yeah, that's how you know it's an emergency. Yeah, thousand. Yeah, <laughs> I will give you any amount of money. Yeah, to drop But for a thousand dollars, James, would you let Sandra Bullock shit in your RV bathroom? Yeah, whatever. The kids probably do worse in there. What do I care? <laughs> if that's your only family <laughs> bathroom. Whatever. They had like two ten-year-old or two twelve-year-old boys. I'm sure they're making a mess in there. Oh, You'd never gross. know the difference. All right. So now we're done with that. I, oh no, I forgot to tell you about my favorite line. She says that the that second chili dog is really barking. Oh yeah, yeah, good God. <laughs> she there. called it like a, like a missile. Oh yeah, yeah. She, <laughs> she was really getting detailed about her impending doom. <laughs> I couldn't detailed, stop laughing. I couldn't believe. I was like, who wrote this? <laughs> who wrote this? Who was like, you know what? What we'll do is the test of their love is whether or not Hugh Grant can deal with her yeah. when she has to shit in the car. Yeah. Now we find out that Hugh Grant finds Sandra Bullock to be annoying, which means probably that he likes her. After Sandra Bullock is done shitting, traffic lets back up. They lose the car. And they have to take a helicopter back to wherever the fuck. Yeah. Uh, Hugh Grant finds Sandra Bullock to be annoying because she knows some type of architecture fact or whatever Yeah, they're the looking fuck. over the city from the helicopter. It doesn't matter. No. Anyway, now we're back at the office. Um, the redhead girl somehow cons Hugh Grant into asking her to go to this, like, benefit or something with Yeah, him. she's just like, oh, that sounds great. Oh, boy, yeah. And he's yeah. like, oh, why don't you go then? Yeah, because yeah, very... she's the new person, yeah, so he's just trying, trying to... to be what he's he, he trying was, to be whatever. Yeah, he was making coffee like, oh, I don't know, why don't you go then? Yeah, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, he's like, like yeah, why don't you go? Because she wasn't yeah, Whatever, yeah. doesn't matter. That gets me out of this conversation quicker, sure. Yeah. Also, too, is this the plot? Her coming in, busting into the thing? Is this, am I no. supposed to root again? What am I rooting for or against right now? Well, okay. This is one of the plot points, okay? This is a monkey wrench. I don't know where the monkey wrench is, but it's in there, okay? <laughs> it's in there somewhere. It's in somewhere. It's in, it's in a drawer or whatever. I think we're supposed to now be rooting for Sandra Bullock and Hugh Grant to come to their senses mm-hmm. and figure out that they love each other. Okay. God damn it. Based on what? I don't know. I, that's what I don't get either. They don't I'm just have trying, anything in common. They like I said, to... I'm trying to find wh- what they're yeah. trying to tell me to do or how to think, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Hugh, Grant, so, yeah, Hugh Grant's brother stops him and says, hey, we have to build these towers and we have to tear down the community center. Yeah, this becomes the plot where I'm like, yeah. I think the community center is the plot and the yeah metaphor yeah. for everything else. Yeah. So he's like, listen, you're going to... Let me tear down this community center. You're going to make a speech about it because you're the face of the company. If you don't, I'm going to fire you. I'm going to, you know, make all your stocks. I'm going to take away your stock options. Yeah. Yeah. So Hugh Grant is like, okay, I guess I'll submit to your tyrannical ways. It's so now this movie has devolved into being a thing about saving a community center. Like it's breaking two electric boogaloo. Are Grant and Bullock going to break dance out in front of the thing for the deed? Like that's seriously the plot of an '80s breakdancing movie. Yeah. Now we get to the party where Hugh Grant is wearing some big obnoxious weird tie. Everyone seems to be wearing something silly: a hat, a big stupid flower on their. There's mimes. There's mimes, yeah. It's I didn't a weird, love that. I didn't understand what the theme of this party was, but anyway, we found we see a very familiar face. Donald oh, Trump yeah. is in this movie, and he is terrible. Yeah, he's not. A oh, good actor. he's awful. 
Jesus Christ, he delivers his lines like they yeah. gave them to him. He said them 1,400 times in a mirror and then wooden, just in a wooden way. Yeah. They're so bad. Or he was reading like, them off cue cards. Yeah, because he's like, um, what happened to Sandra Bullock? And he's like, oh, he's quit. she's quit. And he's like, okay, who's your new lead counsel so that I can try to steal her? Yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> wooden, awful, yeah. sad. Let's yeah. just say that. Very bad. Yeah, not not great acting, but that's that would, okay. That would be my tweet about Donald Trump. Oh, just sad. About his acting. He's not great. Um, so yeah, I had a problem with the, the, the tie that Hugh Grant was wearing, or just really anything, because I know that, like, uh, Sandra Bullock's got, like, a, a, red, a clown nose yeah, on. Red. I didn't know why. It's like a circus theme, because they shoot, like, something out of a cannon into a vat of ice cream oh, at yeah, one point. Oh, yeah, they did. It's a circus theme, yeah. it seems to be. I don't yeah. know, or some sort of... Weird, I don't know. And now the, I'm wondering if the redhead is a plant now, because she just like awkwardly tries to spill the beans about about the community center. She's like, oh, hi, Sandra Bullock. So yeah, we have to, if you could just go over the speech with me, because we're, since we're going to be tearing down the community center. Yeah, I think it was just poor I writing. Really, <laughs> they huh? needed a place, I think it was just poor writing. They needed a place to squeeze that in. No, how could you say this is poor writing? Oh, that's true. It's so, so well done. <laughs> It's so, it's so good. It's so smooth and nice and perfect. So Sandra Bullock is pissed, okay? Because she's like, wait a minute there, Hugh Grant. You told me, you promised me yeah. that you were not going to tear down that community center, which I don't know why the fuck she cares, but that's fine. Like, I mean, her she's whole quitting. character. Well, no, but I mean, she's quitting. Yeah. So I don't know. I guess she cares about what Hugh Grant does. Never mind. Well, the community center was her whole thing from the beginning. That's how they met. Yeah, it's true. So, her, okay, I just meant like... I don't know why they would ask her to review that speech. That's supposed to be her last night. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's why Hugh Grant gave it to the redhead to do. Yeah. Instead of Bullock, because he didn't want... And then the redhead yeah. came up and spilled the beans about it. I think she was just... Okay, yeah. yeah no, she's just she an idiot. No, she's just an idiot. So, Sandra Bullock's pissed off, like I said. And, by the way, since when do mimes tell me what to do or who to fucking oh, dance with? forcing them to dance. Yeah, yeah they no force them to dance. Mimes. If I was that angry with Hugh Grant... And that mime tried to get me to do that. I'd be like, first of all, yeah. motherfucker, I am not dancing with anyone right now. I don't care what this party is about. I'm angry and I'm leaving. Yeah. I'm going to go get some chili dogs and I'm going to go home <laughs> where I have a reliable bathroom by yeah. me. Order 15 items of Chinese yeah. food. So um, Hugh Grant tries to take the new girl home after Sandra Bullock leaves and they go play like what, naked chess strip, or strip, strip chess? Strip chess, like they're in 10th grade. What the hell is going on here? Child king. So it's what I mean. It's a to- yeah. he's the child king. It's a, yeah. you play. You would do that. If that would, that's a tenth grade trick. Yeah, right there. That's weak. So they're playing strip. Weak chess. sauce, Grant. Weak sauce. Weak sauce, you Grant. Sandra Bullock goes over to Hugh Grant's apartment or hotel or whatever, and is like, "Hey, by the way, we're going to talk about this." Oh, hello, redhead in your underwear. Yeah, she comes right? out in her bra. Yeah, her bra on a slip. He's got his boxers and one sock on, still wearing his dumb tie. Yeah. Spoiler alert, he says, I didn't sleep with yeah, June. Yeah, we find out. He I didn't sleep with the redhead. He doesn't right? sleep with the redhead. That seems to be a big but deal. But why were they playing strip chess then? If he's so I, in love with Sandra Bullock. I assume he was planning on doing the deed with the redhead, but then Bullock came over and he felt bad about it. That's That was the, what I could feel. Oh, That's okay. That's what I get out of so it. So, ladies. That's why he didn't. If Bullock didn't come over, he was going 
full bore. Hard in the paint. Yeah, hard to the to right to the rack. Yikes. With uh, with uh, the redhead. Okay, so that's all you gotta do, ladies. If you're like, hey, if your man is, you know, about to go hang out with her, you don't know what he's doing. Just show up at his apartment, I guess, and then yeah. that way you're the last person on his mind. And he feels bad. Apparently, that's awful. Yeah, he's still he's still gonna bang the redhead. I have a feeling, but somehow he says he didn't. But I don't believe it. I feel like he was drunk and he's a, ch- a child king, and I feel like he's gonna pillage all that he can. Yeah, maybe. So I feel like. Sandra Bullock is 100% looking for attention. She's she's lashing out because she just goes in the middle of the night after, you know, walking in on Hugh Grant and the redhead. She walks over to her friend's house and she's like, here, here are your shoes back. It's like, it's the fucking middle of the night. Yeah, what are you doing? Wait till tomorrow. Yeah, spills the whole beans and cries and bitches yeah, and moans. Yeah, wait till tomorrow. Yeah. That's, just uh, like, tomorrow hey, and sorry, I had a bad day. I, don't, I didn't feel like dropping your shoes off. She needed a shoulder to cry on. Yeah. So she picks this one, the one who got engaged at the protest earlier. Yeah. And then she's all, you know. The other thing, too, I wonder, back to the beginning of the movie with the protest of the wrecking ball and all that kind of thing. She's supposed to be a lawyer and like a community activist in this. All she could organize was a three person protest. She couldn't get her parents and the rest of it. Well, she couldn't get her parents and she seems passionate enough. She couldn't round up a dozen people from the neighborhood to stand up. No, they're all probably tired of her antics. That's true. They're probably like, oh, Jesus, another cause with this asshole. Okay, Sandra. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I did not appreciate the stereotypical husband and wife shouting back and forth between the two protesters. Yeah, that was stupid. All he did was he just came out to check on her. Like, hey, is everything okay? And she's like, not everything's about you, Tom. And And I was like, shut the fuck up. What are you doing? He's like, oh, okay. And he goes back inside because he's a moron, of course. I don't know how you don't just go, well, fuck you then. I was just checking to make sure you are right because it's like fucking three o'clock in the morning and Sandra Bullock's here giving me your your shoes back. Yeah, we kind of live in a shitty neighborhood. You guys might be getting stabbed out there. You never know. Who knows? Whatever. This is when we go to the farewell party now. Well, yeah, sort of. So we go to the office and they're reciting. They they wrote a poem for Sandra Bullock. She wears her best khaki sack for the occasion, which is nice of her. I don't understand what she's wearing to work there. I mean, I I don't. I never comment on women's fashion, but this is literally a a a a khaki sack is the best way to describe it. It's like a potato sack. They cut the cut the bottom off of and put around her. It's terrible looking. I thought it looked comfortable. But it doesn't seem like what a corporate lawyer would wear to work. It's all she's not a corporate lawyer anymore, man. She is that day. No, it's her last day. For one more day, she's a corporate lawyer. Okay, so they wrote her some cheese dick poem, like a goodbye poem, all right? She, off the cuff, writes one for them, which was pretty damn hilarious. She's like, hey, if any of you guys find yourself, you know... In need of help if you got in a murder or whatever, please come find me at legal aid and whatever. It yeah, that was the punchline of yeah. it. And they all they were all like, Why did you do that? Or like, like, whatever. They couldn't even give her like a phony, like, eh, yeah. Obviously yeah. she was trying to make a joke. It was a shit one. That pissed me off. I was like, Cut Good her for some you. Slack here. Good for you. Not yeah. all jokes have to land, Sandra Bullock, but god damn it, you made it. You tried. Yeah. All right. So the redhead comes out and her and Sandra Bullock are fighting and they over make a it stapler. over yeah. a stapler and you know Sandra Bullock calls her a harlot. Well, not really, but I just... No, in a way. She's like, you were in your underwear over at Hugh Grant's house. You're gross. You're despicable. How dare you? Yeah, she's talking shit. Yeah. And then, uh, so now we've got Sandra Bullock back at her parents' house. Yeah, I guess she lives in her parents'. Ordering Chinese food. 15 orders of Chinese food again. Starts explaining to Mr. Wong that she's nice to be back at her parents' house and in the old neighborhood. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. Um, again, she's eating 15 things of Chinese food. Uh, 
Again, you guys, Chinese food can be eaten during happy times, sad times, angry times. Yeah, I don't get the sad Chinese food. I think she just orders a lot of Chinese food all the time. I figure if she was sad, she'd order 15 things to celebrate. I think she just... I guess. Maybe. Well, she does order a she bunch of She also stress eats, too. Yeah. Um, so now Sandra Bullock is working at Illegal Aid, okay? Like she yeah. said that she was going to. Back to her roots. Yeah, back to her roots. Um, Hugh Grant shows up at Legal Aid. We run um, into the black lady who they interviewed again because God forbid they hire another fucking black actor for the movie to have right. a goddamn part. Well, yeah. let's just bring the other one back. Who cares? We only yeah, know two black people. She's so good. Fine. Yeah. Um, it is New York City, so there are only two black people here, so we need to get her. Yeah, I can't believe there's only two in this <laughs> It's movie. ridiculous, man. Yeah, it's no, ridiculous. that was ridiculous. So Hugh Grant uh, came over there to have Sandra Bullock proof his speech that he wrote. Um, basically, he's just trying to get Sandra Bullock to read and or hear that he did not let the community center get knocked mm-hmm. down, um, and that he, you know, it was really embarrassing. But here we go again. It's with the fucking public speech in front of other public ladies. speech in front of other people. Some public decoration of admission of feelings or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Here's what I hated. What? What? He compared her to the community center. Okay. Yeah. So he says. Well, that was a, she was a metaphor for the community center the whole right. movie. No, 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 it doesn't matter. Okay. Here's what I'm going with, okay? Okay, what do you got? He says that Sandra Bullock is much like the building. She's rough around the edges, but when you look closely, it's absolutely beautiful, okay? There were other things to say besides rough around the edges, or if you look closely, absolutely beautiful. He could have probably worded that better. That's why he needed her to proofread it. Yeah, she could be called charming. Full of character, sturdy, irreplaceable, yeah, <laughs> iconic. Not, I don't think sturdy is what you want to call a lady. I want to be a sturdy woman. So here's what I don't get. He says, I will not be moved. He says he's going to save the community center and he's not going to tear down the community center. But then he said he resigned. So right after he resigns, aren't they just going to tear down the community center? Yeah. So what the fuck, what is the point? He didn't say. Well, I guess at that point it doesn't matter about the community center. No, 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 He's no, just a keeping thing, his promise. Like, yeah. hey, I said that I wouldn't yeah. do that, and so, you know, since they're trying to make me do it, whatever. Either way, we lost the community center, which in Breaking Two Electric Boogaloo they did save the community center. So <laughs> maybe we'll have a two weeks notice too. Yeah, I would like <laughs> four that. weeks notice. Four weeks notice. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I like that. Four weeks notice, even more notice. I'm never time. quitting. <laughs> I'm never quitting. I love even more notice. <laughs> even more notice. Even notice here. <laughs> There's uh, too much notice. Too much notice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> two two yeah, weeks. Two weeks, two notice. Yeah, we'll get too Vin Diesel. Much notice. Yeah. yeah, we'll get we'll get Vin Diesel in on this. All right. Yeah, he's gonna replace you, Grant. No. Oh, okay. Because that he wouldn't make he's the quips very Grant's well. He's just Hugh Grant's rival. He wouldn't make the quips very well. He no. wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, you know, I talk worse than Stallone, but you know, we're family. We're family. You know, we're, I don't know. We're family. Okay. Okay. So Hugh Grant is now homeless and poor. He says he's like, oh yeah, we're dirt poor. All right. Yeah, which I'm not buying. So. Yeah, exactly. I don't think that, whatever, I don't think he's buying it either. But no. so, um, but he's not a billionaire anymore. No. So Sandra Bullock chases after Hugh Grant. He's like, yeah, so we're totally dirt poor. No, sorry about that. And then they're like, okay, great. That's fine. Whatever. And then he says, I am interested in seeing that Bobcat thing. Oh, And yeah. then, this is what really pissed me off. He says, I'm really curious about the Bobcat pretzel thing. She says, well, I'm actually allergic to bobcats. 
who the fuck wrote this and why do allergies have anything no, to do with so anything? Stupid. It's so stupid. She brought up the bobcat. Yeah, and then she says she and does twist she, like pretzels and then yeah. they say they're going to bang and then they kiss. Yeah, gross. And so they, now they're all roommates with Robert Klein and mom. Yeah. Which I don't know why they're okay with that. Knowing how corporate America works, first of all, any he's like the CEO of this corporation. The golden parachute this guy would have, he'd have three hundred million coming to him easy. Just yeah. in, in anything, if they fought, if he burned the building down, they'd still have to give him three hundred million dollars. Yeah. Look what happened during the you know the oh seven oh eight financial crisis. Yeah. These guys, the companies were in the toilet, and they still would get shit canned with six hundred million bucks. Yeah. I mean, so this is bullshit. They do not this live is- in a tiny Coney Island. Thing. It's stupid. God this damn is it. a lot of bullshit. It's a lot of bullshit to handle. It really is. So uh, we end the movie. Is Sandra Bullock gets her man. Yeah. They're going to live with their mom and dad just like they always dreamed. Very strange. Um, and then Sandra Bullock orders Chinese food and she says it's for two. Great. That's the, yeah, that's the whole. And then I, you know, go fuck yourself, Sarah. This was the worst movie. Yeah, I was so is... angry because I just was, I was mad. Why does Sandra Bullock and Hugh Grant have to be in love? Why couldn't it just be a mutual respect thing, like a nice relationship where he's like, hey, I yeah. really respect you as a lawyer. Where's the conflict there? That's the problem. That's why these movies suck, because there has to be... Good relationships don't involve a ton of conflict, but to make a movie, a relationship has to have a ton of conflict, so it makes for bullshit relationships. I'm so upset. That's what it is. I'm I, so I, upset. I just figured it out. I, That's what it I is. couldn't figure out the whole time. I'm like, okay, great. So, you know, he's so adamant against, no, I don't want any smart girls because then, you know, they see through my bullshit. And then, you know, he, so he, he hires Sandra Bullock because he's like, okay, I'll just do this to make my brother shut up. And then, I don't know why it couldn't just be like, hey, we changed each other's mind about each other. Like, you know, I thought he was like some corporate fat cat yeah. and whatever, but actually he's not a bad guy. And then he's like, yeah, I thought you'd be an uptight bitch and actually, uh, you, know, you know, you're whatever and yeah. not, you know, friendship. I, that's the thing. It's they need everything needs to be convoluted in these movies and that's why they suck and that's why we're doing this goddamn podcast. This Is that movie. Why? I think it is. I think we're trying to expose the bullshit involved in this. We just figured a whole thing out. That's why it's, these movies don't make sense, because relationships aren't like that. There aren't. The conflict should be around the relationship. It shouldn't be between them. They should like each other, yeah. but other factors make it so they can't get together. That's a good movie. That's not a good movie, but that has a possibility of being a good movie. You can't have them... Just not get along in their general right. how they are, and then have that be the romantic, you know. The, yeah, the because then you're saying that the why, why are they that, fighting to be together? They don't belong together. Yeah, because then you're you're right now you're positing that you know Julia Roberts and Mulroons yeah. should have been together because they technically did have undeniable feelings for each other. Exactly, everything else was working against exactly. Them. That makes sense at least. Whereas this right. is. They, they don't belong together. That's why there's conflict, because it's a right. stupid idea for them to be together because yeah, yeah, they're yeah, never yeah, going to yeah. get along because they have different, you know, base, whatever. Yeah, and I honestly thought that he was going to end up with that stupid redhead. Me too. And then he was going to date her for a while and yeah. then realize that his life is empty and he misses Sandra Bullock. Because in that way, it would have at least sort of made sense. There would have been something, but this was it's just... It's fine. It feels like they were running out of time in the script, and they were like, let's just have them get together and not bang the redhead. That'll be quicker. And they were like, yeah, then we'd have to have a scene. Yeah. 
let's just get rid of that scene where they argue about her, him, you know, getting together with the redhead. Yeah. Move it on. All right. So that was two weeks notice. Oof. Holy shit. Yeesh. Now we're going to go to the Heigl meter. Heigl meter. Heigl meter time. Um, okay. The Heigl meter is on a scale of zero Heigls to five Heigls. Five being the most punishing, worst movie you've ever seen. Would love to skin yourself and sit in the bath full of acid. <laughs> that is five Heigls. On a scale of five Heigls, I give this one three and a half. Three and a half? Yes. Wow. I thought that a lot of Hugh Grant's lines were delivered well enough. And yeah. that, you know, he, there was some big comedy beats and they tried. I'm going to give this movie one and a half Heigls. Wow. For this reason. Wow. It's one of the least painful we've had because... It's non-offensive where I don't have to sit through like a six-minute dance scene at any point. That's true. There's none of that shit. There's no singing. There's no dancing. There's no the whole dining room singing along the one bullshit song. Yeah. There's none of that. There's no like fantasy land thing in it. Uh, Hugh Grant actually, I actually laughed four or five times during this movie. I where know, he I actually surprised. Delivered movie lines well, which has never happened in any other movie that we've covered. Uh-huh. So I mean, it sucks. Don't get me wrong. It's terrible. Like I wouldn't want to watch this movie. But if you had to watch it, it's not offensive enough where you could kind of zone out during it. And then when you Grant talks, listen, because he might have a funny line. That's yeah. kind of the way it works. It's, yeah. it's not as terrible as some of them, but I wouldn't recommend it to actually pass a Saturday yeah, night. Yeah, because this was Hugh Grant's sweet spot. He was really good. He yeah. had the really good funny quips and whatever. It's painful but bearable like a minor surgery. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not terrible, but it's not. it's like having your appendix out. It's yeah. better than having your neck fused. You know what I mean? It just brought back a lot of... This movie brought back a lot of harbored resentment for me. For me being... Um, in a, uh, uh, I don't know what the word I would use to describe myself. Very opinionated. Mm-hmm. Uh, brown-haired girl. Yeah. Very loud, outspoken. And that was apparently not preferential to many of the gentle folk. <laughs> That's that funny. I <laughs> Well, I think you're a pain in the ass. I don't mind it at all. It's great. Yes, good. I'm very thankful you. that you don't mind my pain in the assness. No, but never. it's there. Great. Good. I wouldn't have it any other way. No. <laughs> <laughs> womp womp. All yeah. right. Anyway, so that was two weeks notice. Um, wow. Okay. So rate us on iTunes. Please do. Uh, rate us with, you know, five stars. Five stars being the best We would ever. appreciate that very we much. We would appreciate that. It really, um, really helps. Please rate on does. iTunes. It takes a few seconds. Get on there. It would just help us tremendously. Get you on guys there and tell us it. you got high gold. We got a bunch of really takes, great reviews. Yeah, it takes 30 seconds. Give us a break. I, we sit, sit through these punishing movies every week. We're asking for 30 so seconds out to. of you. Yeah, please. Although, somebody called me, I went on one of the reviews, someone called me a real woman. I would agree with that. I loved it. That's terrific. I know. I was like, oh, that's so nice. Anyway, so yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, You know, like I said, uh, rate and review us on iTunes. Tell us that you got high gold. I don't give a shit. Doesn't matter. Um, You can find us online, Twitter at you got high gold, Y-O-U-G-O-T-H-E-I-G-L-D. And I'll make sure to put it in the description on the episode. Yeah. And, yeah. Also uh, Facebook, right? Yeah, we're on Facebook and Twitter. Um, and you guys can follow me on Twitter. I'll make sure I put mine in there, too. At uh, meh4, M-E-H-H-H-H-4. That's four H's, number four. And I am at Jimmy P is funny. 
And if you want to try to spell my last name, good luck. You can find me and friend me and whatever. Say hello. And we'll be happy to talk to you guys. Thank you so much for listening, as always. Yeah, and if you are in the Austin, Texas area on March 17th. March 17th at 5 p.m., you can catch me and my partner Jimmy Wisman doing our Crime and Sports podcast live at the South by Southwest Festival. So if you're going to be there for any reason, please stop by and see our show because it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. You guys can check out their pages for all the info on where that's going to be. I think it's at like the Marriott. In somewhere, Austin, yeah, whatever. in Austin. I don't know. Somewhere somewhere they have the for, set up for podcasts at the festival. Yeah. Come see us. Yeah, come see them. They're going to be doing their first live performance there. Can't wait. All right. So anyway, that was uh, two weeks notice. And uh, catch us next week where we go into our next star-studded piece of shit. And it's going to be painful, I have a feeling. Let oh. the pain rain. One and a half is Heigl's is a, it's, I, I had a relatively pain-free week. That's as generous week. as you've been. It's, it's, I have a feeling it's not going to be as great next week. That next week's going to be punishing. stomach flu really got to you. It did. I think it made me a nicer person. <laughs> oh, if only. All right, guys. Well, we will see you next week. Huzzah! Thank you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.